0: County.
1: Check check check.
0: All right, getting it up. All right, how are the boys today? How are
2: we?
0: So, this is supposed to be the first up ep- I mean, this is the first episode, but it's a little a little sketchy first episode. Our uh, our 4th for- fourth co-host Cole Exner. I mean, let's be real. He he stood us up on the first day. All right. <coughs> You just can't do that. Not, Not a good start, Cole. Not but not a good impression. Nope, not a good start. But you know what? We're still uh we're still uh, kicking it away. This is the first first episode of the Against the Grain show. Um we got four co hosts. I'm Luke Zapala.
3: I'm Nate Preeb. And I'm Marcus Kester.
0: is a little sick today. A the, bit, yeah. the count's not feeling too good
3: <laughs> probably <laughs> overdoing it to be yeah. honest yeah. you're doing Even the most and too
0: hard <laughs> thanksgiving break it's just food coma it's yeah. coming after you mark <laughs> Shit, man. but uh yeah we wanted to get into the podcasting space not only a podcast but more of like a show we want this to be uh not not some boring uh podcast but i don't know have in studio guests uh call-in guests uh basically a little bit of everything but um Yeah, we're in, this could be the sketchiest podcasting place of all time. I mean, sketchiest set. We got some desk we found on the top of Johnson Tire uh, that Cole gave to us. Uh, Me and Nate are on an old sprinter van seat with a ballet ballet, uh, handrail behind us. And Mark, what the hell are you sitting on?
3: (laughs) I don't even know how to describe this thing.
0: (laughs) We're just trying to paint, uh, get this... Office space painted out for you guys. If you're watching this to audio only, because it is a shit shit show. We got audio or wires going all over the place. It's just it's a mess right now. But um, I guess we can get into kind of the the basics of um the basics of the show is just to I don't know get behind the scenes. We're all dirt bike racers. Uh, we've known each other for I don't even know
1: how long. Day one. I mean, how old are you? As long as
3: you
0: twenty. 20-
3: yeah me and nate are 23 i believe and then
1: yeah we're at the hill before you were born so
0: i mean yeah this is basically day one day one podcast and friends just you know going at it dirt bikes have kept us going together for a long time we all kind of race different events so we want to uh, show a little bit um behind like the hill climbing world nathan is just our, our off-roading champ and marcus is our moto guy we're gonna have two moto guys with exner but you know marcus is he's stepping up he had a uh, Loretta Lynn's run last year and uh, just kind of gonna take us through the basics and talk about a little bit about every uh, every sport but Nate you just got back from where were you?
1: Uh, Crawfordsville Indiana at the Ironman GNCC.
0: GNCC that shit I mean I was looking at vi- videos and pictures of that and that looks so gnarly.
1: It, it It's the gnarliest like those conditions unheard of unseen five inches of rain like when you ever heard it ever getting that much rain, all of our phones were blowing up with like uh, warnings and flood warnings and stuff. Like <laughs> we didn't know if we'd be done, like if we'd be able to get out, you know? And most people weren't able to get out. We had we're waiting for a tractor for like four hours before we could get out.
0: I I can't even barely make it through two hour hair scramble, dude. Three hours like that shit that is insane. I don't even understand. Yeah.
1: In uh, nineteen I did the full three hours. They actually they made it a two hour race this year and uh i well i was like last place off the start i was able to work up to like fourth right away but you get splashed with water once with tear-offs you're done and i tried to make the goggles last and that was a bad idea i just kept crashing and crashing until i finally took them off and then i could finally go but yeah when you think of a three-hour race you're just trying to make it through especially in those conditions and uh with it being a two-hour i should have definitely pushed my pace more but you're on a 125 and it's slippery, muddy. You're getting stuck in mud holes. You're trying to make sure you don't hold up other people, and you don't end up in like a, a carnage with other people and stuff like that. So,
0: you had to have taken out somebody though, at least, right? I,
1: maybe <laughs> cleaned like, out I a couple don't. people. <laughs> no, you, I try to stay away.
0: The preps can't get through a hair scramble without. I mean, his brother Jacob freaking landed on somebody in a hair scramble. Yeah, I, I don't even know how that's possible. A like, hair how-
1: scramble, not even at a track. That was just <laughs> a sand single they built in the <laughs> section. He's on like a 2001 KTM with no linkage, <laughs> <laughs> just sending it over <laughs> people.
0: Preves don't care. Preves do not care. Um, but what? Uh, how did you finish? Did you actually? Did, were you happy with it?
1: I mean, I got fifth, and I thought that was killer right away but what, i didn't
3: realize in
0: class oh 125a right.
1: and then i realized there was like less than 10 people in the class but <laughs> we don't talk about that we so. don't
0: talk about that we got top five baby
1: i got that uh plaque in the mail actually just yesterday too they ran out of plaque so i had to wait a bit
0: dude honestly just to finish that though like yeah. i would feel so damn good on that way home knowing that like i at least finished like i didn't care if it took three hours or whatever like that's an accomplishment just freaking right. making it through that thing that's what i
1: thought too that was my only goal that's all i cared about you there to have a good time and experience it and that's the best part about it was the experience because those are the gnarliest people you'll meet gnarliest most passionate people about dirt bikes you ever meet there's there's like 20 guys just standing in a creek there to help you push you through they're cheering you on but like it's awesome you cross the creek that the there's a video of me on instagram doing and you just hear the cloud just crowdy just erupt behind you it's fucking awesome
0: i feel like like gnc crowds are like just another level like it's just like a community like everybody like you said like they're all just out in the woods like if they see somebody helping they all just rush and just help to get you guys up and stuff
1: and like this one's a little different because this one was like a sloppy mud but the last one I did in 19 it was like a hard clay mud and you get stuck and it was like goo and stick to your bike where this year like wash off and your bike never got that heavy but like last time there's like people like there's like little girls in like rain boots and stuff and little kids just like (laughs) they're holding a stick pointing to a line to go to and, it, like, you don't know, like, do I trust this kid? Are they trying to sabotage me to see something funny? Or... Yeah. But you trust him, and it ends up working out. And then you're like, oh, I remember that line. But you come back, and then it, somebody's stuck in that line the next lap around, and then you got to figure out something else.
0: I saw a video of, I think, Matt from Elevate Action Sports. Did you talk to him at all when you were down there? Yeah,
1: we actually – I probably talked to him for, like, an hour, two days in a row down there. Yeah, it was he, cool to
0: see him down there. He posted a video on his Instagram, and I literally could not believe it. Like, this rut was, I don't even, like, oh, I feel yeah, like if you slide. could, if it was wide enough, it would have been, like, over, like, an 85, like, tight, total height, like, this thing was massive, and it was, like, I don't even know how many feet wide, but it was, like, scary, it's, like, if you went into it, you just, like, could disappear, like. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, there's a bunch of that out there where you just kind of have to put your feet up and hope you go through, but you can't go too fast, like, there's plenty of times where I just, like, you go in kind of, like, second gear, like, mild pace, and then you're front end just sticks and you go over the bars like i don't know the bars how many times but the bike just stays up behind you (laughs) because the mud's up to the gas tank you know yeah it's good you got to watch out for it especially like this last one was so soupy those those holes would be filled with water you had no idea what you're getting into
0: do you think are you are you gonna do more next year gnc's or just like one a year
1: i don't know it's so hard because that schedule is so far south and it's like if i'm traveling i really just do a hill climb anyways um but yeah, I don't know. For sure, I want to do Iron Man. I don't care about the conditions. That's why it was nice to have the old one twenty five and not like a brand new four stroke because that thing sucked in so much water. <laughs> like, I can't imagine doing that to a brand new four stroke. Like, that would hurt.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, Iron Man supposed to be one of the best ones? Iron Man the series
1: is or? the biggest crowd. I don't know like about event, but I know a lot of them East Coast. They're like rocky. I'm sure Florida would be fun. I heard those palmetto roots are like super slippery though. But Iron Man's biggest crowd, like you would not believe. So I would say the crowd's got to be comparable to Millville, to be honest. I I would think maybe a little bit less, but we're taking a way more space because everybody's camping. So it's way more space. It's like, I don't know, the camping space we took up is probably three times like Millville. It's It's crazy. You cannot believe how big the pits are. And then they had the concerts every night and stuff and like Stu Baylor is like the hero out there it's awesome.
0: It was yeah, it was like record turnout though, right? Like for Iron Man or all GNC series. Yeah, all,
1: yeah, all GNCC is record like off-road in general the biggest turnout ever, yeah. Oh. And in those conditions too, it's impressive. Like there's no way there's many people online that si- is, that were at sign up, but yeah, it was gnarly.
0: It sucks that it's just so hard to like watch them and film them because I don't know. I think like it has as much potential as like supercross for like having like, cause they just have so many riders and like having factory teams, but there's just like no, like really good way to like televise it too. I it just, it's so spread out and like so hard to get cameras everywhere.
1: Yeah. Agreed. I think even locally it'd be cool if we got like more videos of, of us in the woods. Cause sometimes it's like, you're going to the woods and you're flowing and you're like, this is impressive. The speed I'm carrying. Like I, I do a lot of stuff and there's a lot of cool things people see. And I feel like if, like, if people only knew how fast you're going through the woods, but you can't do anything where, like, somebody's driving beside you or get a long lane, like, you can see one corner in the woods, and then you're gone. Yeah,
3: all you ever really see is, like, GoPro footage, which doesn't always do justice to that,
1: so. No, like Luke was telling me once, I mean, the best point of view is on the helmet, but then it looks so slow when you're so far away from the ground. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it sucks. It's, like, I feel like chest mounts almost look the best on GoPro, but, like, it's like, do you really want to be that guy with, like, a chest and GoPro, you know? Like, I feel like it's got, like, some stigma to, like, show up to a hair scramble and just have that thing, like, on your chest or, like, the chin-mount chin, chin mount oh, or whatever. But, like, that's, that's a good angle, but it's just, like, I feel like, I don't know. It just doesn't look as good or i don't know i feel like i don't know
1: yeah like personally i don't think a chest mount would really work for me <laughs> my <laughs> chest is like constantly just a little bit above the bar pad. it would just be the gas cap the whole time <laughs> <laughs> for real unless i'm like sitting down then maybe maybe you'll see above the bar pad a little bit but if i'm standing i'm probably like you're probably just seeing the bar yeah, pad for,
3: for I
0: reference am. nate is about what five four and a half. And a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, for the reference of this podcast, he's five five though.
1: Yeah, like if I'm wearing shoes, boots. I mean, come on.
0: And to all the single women out there, he's five six. So. Right. And yeah, Nate. Nate's Nate's our short king though.
1: That bio is embellished a little bit.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man. Oh god. All right. So I guess we can get into kind of our origin story of. I mean, we, like we said before, we've known each other for so damn long. I mean, like 18 years we've been around each other at, at the minimum. I mean, since we're four years old racing and stuff. But it kind of picked up when um, us three went to Staples, Minnesota for the 4th of July motocross. And it was one of my first motos in a long time. And I think right away I was just going to go with Stuber. Uh, we'll call him in a little bit. But I think right away it was just going to be me and him. And then we were slowly like... Trying to like get people to come, and Dean's like, I think he's like, Yeah, should we talk to Nathan and see if he wants to come? And I was like, Yeah, I'm sure. Like, the more the merrier. And then, like, Nathan was down, and then we brought up Marcus, and I was like, Yeah, sure. And at that time, like, I feel like I haven't, I wasn't like, wasn't as super close with you or haven't seen you guys for like a while. Right. Yeah. And then we just, I don't know, that weekend was like, it was so. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, what are some memories from that weekend? Cause
1: <laughs> well, first of all, I mean, Mark never rode when we were growing up hill climbing. So, like, I knew Mark, but I was, like, I knew Mitch a lot better, and I used to go to ride pit bike with yeah, Mitch all the time. Of, I was
3: one of the outsiders a little bit, but.
1: Yeah, and then um, Luke, I mean, we were probably just started talking a little bit more, but it was whatever. I feel like we all kind of had cold feet going in. yeah. And then Stuber was just kind of the glue in between.
0: All right, so now we got Stuber. He's our team manager for Team AA uh he's gonna be kind of our weekly call-in i mean he's like i don't even know dean we we love you dean he's our man he keeps us in line uh go to all the races he's he's the guy packing our gate uh he's making us pitch pitch his tent late at night sometimes he's he's a weird. jack of all trades but dean how are you tonight
2: i'm fine thank you
0: <laughs> you sound mad are you mad
2: no, I'm, i i'm fine i'm just uh uh no, I'm fine. It's water in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, um, it just dawned on me that this, uh, is Marcus is there with you. Yes, sir. The count himself <laughs> and, um, and I hear Nathan and, and you, that would make the original,
0: that's original the original trio. Team AA. Right? That's, yeah. The that, old... that's, only the old G yeah, numbers. Was,
2: that was the for that was when it all started. How many years ago was that?
1: That was 2016. That was my my the season before my Redlands run. So that, I needed that extra race for that practice.
2: See, and I think, um, yeah, if I'm not, I think the the reason I got kind of drug into that is none of you were old enough to get a. a a hotel room, right? So you needed me with for that. I I can't remember what. And uh, you needed me to kind of pay for the weekend. Plus, <laughs> Mar- Mar- just needed the bike. Needed my bike. Um, yeah, the whole
1: Sapala clan would have been in North Dakota at the time, I suppose. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, that that um that whole weekend. Yeah, it's. It, you guys showed your true colors yeah
0: so we' were talking a little bit about our team name is obviously team alligator arms do you do you remember that story I mean I'm sure you do but can you tell it to the people that still are like what the hell is alligator arms
2: well I mean that's always been an expression for I mean alligators have short arms and when it when it comes time to reaching into your pocket and, and and getting your wallet out doesn't work if you're short armed I mean that's where it's, and then it, was lo- it wasn't it was long after we coined that phrase there that I think it was Geico came out with a, yeah. an alligator yeah. arms. Commercial. Yeah. Uh, completely unrelated, of course, but um, yeah, we. It all started at
1: the gas had... station, right?
0: No, no, it was the diner. Well, the we gas did... station in Town Hall City is first. Oh, yeah, yeah, the
1: yeah. It's yeah. oh,
2: like there was any one incident of cheapness with you guys. It's... It started from the moment you picked me up, which was the gas
1: station five minutes in.
0: <laughs> and the and Mark's uh, famous ordering uh, shrimp. What did he get? Steak, steak and, shrimp. and
2: shrimp. Yeah, steak <laughs> and shrimp when he had
0: four bucks in his pocket. Yeah, he's like S- steak and shrimp twelve ninety nine. No
1: way. I'm like, I'm sure that's fucking good. <laughs> To be fair, uh, I
3: did have a debit card, but in Motley, Dean still paid for me
1: in Motley, Minnesota. Steak and shrimp—that <laughs> shit was yeah, fresh. But the
2: whole—I mean, it just—I didn't even think that was outrage as outrageous as him beating the shit out of my minty Yamaha 252 stroke, pounded on it all weekend. And when he got a flat tire on it, he expected me to pay for the a new tube for it. So, yeah, I mean, he completely... But did you? The, the I, I still... I did pay for it eventually. Um, I mean, just... Yeah, just piss-pounded that thing. And, well, yeah, you're going to have to put a new tube in it for me, too. It's like... <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that, that tops the $4... $4 in your pocket when you order steak and shrimp every day of the week, if you ask me. And... That was my own dumb fault too, because I let Mitch beat the hell out of that bike before Marcus ever got his hands on it.
0: You're and a team. You're a team manager, though. I mean, you got to keep us. Got to keep us feeling good and getting us the the good bikes and stuff.
2: Yeah, but no, no, that <laughs> no, We
0: we really do appreciate it.
1: By the way, I I was behind you in that second moto where you wadded that thing up right in front of me in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Swap like, oh, no, shit out of oh, that no, thing. oh, no, he's going, oh, <laughs> just cross the track. I'm like, I hope I don't hit him.
0: <laughs> good thing Dean didn't see that one. No,
1: that was hidden behind that tabletop, so we're good.
2: You know, when when Mitch used it last, Mitch is in Marcus's brother, when Mitch used it, um, he wrecked the gas tank on it. I had to replace the gas tank. Who does that?
1: Was that I mean, simply just a- the engraving on the knee braces?
2: I don't know how we did it, but he, he cracked it with a petcock.
1: Oh, down there, there!
2: And it's like I've never—all the bikes I've ever owned, I've never had to replace a gas tank. Uh, <laughs> but leave it to Mitch to wreck it. Yeah,
1: the it. kid has a way And then leave shit. it to me
2: to be dumb enough to let. Well, Marcus. The next Chester in line. <laughs> Marcus
1: use it. broke a gas tank too. Kellogg on the CRF. You got oh, ran over, yeah, didn't you? I, I, bu- I busted my cap off. Myo1YZ125. I got ran over too by a girl on a TTR125. My <laughs> <Bye>, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: what's that? what's that all about
1: Cato Cycle Club. I was out there riding with uh, Laven and uh, Brandon. I can't think of his last name right now. But yeah, I was out there riding, and I was on the mini track, and I was like trying to learn how to scrub on the old 125. I'm like, I think I'm scrubbing, and there's one time that I just leaned in too hard, didn't bring it back, and I was just laying on the backside of the jump, and then the TTR 125 oh, no. comes over the jump and just plummets, <laughs> <laughs> and then she ended up <laughs> wanting to, and she's in no, the no. hospital. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah.
0: They just put little girls in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So Man, gonna go there. Oh, no. <laughs> we need to talk about the Macy incident. Oh.
0: Every time we go pit biking, you have to bring that up, Dean.
2: It was a horrific deal. I mean,
3: she's never uh, written again. I, I, I know that.
2: By it and I wasn't even involved with it.
1: It wasn't your property, wasn't it? it
2: yeah, I mean,. That that was a bad accident. Um, That was a bad crash. uh,
0: That was all the track track designer's fault for coming up with that stupid stupid track design.
1: That thing was sick. We need it
0: needs to come back. No, that that actually was
2: an an over and under tunnel jump in a conventional city lot backyard. Yeah, how Dean?
0: How do you how do you describe like your your backyard like your pit bike nationals like? For those that, if you're watching the vlogs, like the Pit Bike Prior Lake Nationals, like it is like the coolest Pit Bike track ever, and it's literally in the city. Like, I don't know, explain it, Dean.
2: Well, I mean, we're I'm two houses uh, outside of the Prior Lake city limits, and the opposite, the other side of the road that I live on is the Savage city limits. So I'm parked. I'm parked right in the corner of what used to be credit river township but now it's the city of credit river and they don't they're a little looser on on some of their ordinances i mean if you even started a motorcycle a dirt bike in prior lake they'd probably swarm on you and arrest you uh but we can get away with it here or have been able to get away with it um the newly formed city of credit river might they might not. I don't know how much longer we'll be able to do it, but I guess until they say I can't, we'll keep, you know, give her in a whirl. Um, as long as there's no significant injuries like like the one you laid on Macy. I mean, you just ran her ass over.
3: That's, <laughs> yeah, explain how that happened. That was a
2: high-speed T-bone, <laughs> and just... Yeah, she was laying on the track like roadkill. And
0: I'm pretty sure I, that happened so fast. I feel like I was still on the gas when I hit her. I was just like, I was, I was moving. It was, it was not good.
2: I saw the whole thing. You came out of the tunnel jump. Yes, you didn't have. You were kind of blinded. You didn't see her coming. <laughs> yes, I did yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair,
0: it was her fault.
2: There um, should but... have been enough time for you to
0: react, but. I was mid race. I was. I
2: think you you clicked another gear before you hit her. I mean, you were on the main jet, grabbed another gear, and then just ran her ass over. Uh,
0: (laughs) At least she didn't get put in the hospital, though, like Nathan did to the other girl.
2: Yeah, it's true.
0: Could have been worse. Always got to look in the glass half full.
2: But. The sad part about her is I don't think Macy ever saddled up a motorcycle again after that. Yeah, Marcus
0: yeah. helped me I don't, me I don't believe seat. she did. Nah, she had to have. No, it's not on <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The last time I We'd saw have to her check the on
1: the 140th with Mitch, and <laughs> he flipped over backwards. <laughs> yeah, she's had a rough go. Yeah, bad experiences.
2: <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll tell you this much, if I in, made it a point to personally invite her up to the hit bike party once again I know the first thing out of her mouth would be is Luke gonna be there <laughs> <laughs> and for good reason too
1: <laughs> was there somebody else like a Gertis or something that had an issue with the tunnel
0: I feel like oh, there's been a lot Alex. of issues
1: yeah what did he do again
2: Alex Gerdis uh, did a sky did a sky shot off of <laughs> that thing I have never seen anybody Just get whiskey
1: throttle off a wall there. jump it
2: was on my bike and yeah, the Superman feet off the back <laughs> hanging on for his life and he landed it right on the right on the ass end of it. Just yeah, that one tweaked the the frame a little bit and um <laughs> it was it was some big error. He just forgot to back out of it.
1: He <laughs> yeah, had to paint the picture. So this is like a little pit bike track in the backyard and what this is probably like a 10 foot tall structure for the over under would you say 10 yeah. feet spare
2: it was I think it was um maybe eight yeah, was, yeah I think it was just I think I used uh, eight foot lumber I had some eight foot lumber that I used I remember having to myself duck crouch a little bit when you went on their knees there. You didn't want to hit your head on the yeah on the overpass.
1: So what? It was probably but, like eight foot tall, and it's probably like four or five feet long. So like you didn't need much speed to hit it. <laughs> you had to like let yeah. off quite a bit.
2: But it was, I mean, that was a steep. It
1: was steep. Yeah, that, that was steep, steep too. Break. It had a pitch to it.
2: It was a very very steep pitch on you know on the launch side there, and uh, but I don't know how we got. I just saw it from. Up top here, uh, I just saw the tail end <laughs> of it. I think I heard everybody gasp or something, and it's like what? And it turned my head, and I just saw the tail end of it. But uh, shit, he had to have gotten a run from clear over in the neighbor's driveway <laughs> to get back on the <laughs> he just yeah. Up
3: <laughs>
2: But yeah, and again, my bike got wrecked. Uh, it's that little Suzuki of mine. I don't know how many repairs we've had to do after after parties. Um it's the house bike and it does seem to get its share of damage, but well, what are you going to
1: do? That gearing is dialed for that track though. Like I think I set fast I think that's the bike I set fastest time on this year in qualifying. Like that whatever sprocket you got on it, like all bikes should have that sprocket.
2: Yeah, that's top secret information, don't. Yeah. Uh, we're not
0: going to be sharing that here, Dean. So uh, we got to we got to since you're our team manager, we got to talk to you a little bit about next year's season. Uh, do you have any uh, any events that you're planning that all team a- team A is got to go to and uh, do the full you know the full race with the the uh, actual full team?
2: Oh, I that's that's up to that's up to you guys. My schedule's always usually pretty.
0: Pretty light, You're a manager. You gotta guide us. You gotta tell us that what races to hit at least.
2: I wanted to go to Sioux Falls this weekend for the Arena Cross.
1: So yeah, I was gonna say that was going on. <laughs> There's more stories. I've that heard race. a
0: lot <laughs> of sketchy stories there. All I know, a pre uh, Jake Jacob, Jacob Landon also landed on another somebody. victim. <laughs> yeah.
2: So what
0: else is new? You're right. That's, that's we are. His thing. That's what he does. We already touched on uh, on um the older pre. Landing on somebody in a hair scramble, and we're arguing on how that's possible. But Jake Jacob can always find a way,
1: he doesn't oh, have a I good mean, sense where he is in traffic. <laughs> I don't think
2: he's <laughs> that deal out in Arena Cross that's some pretty tight quarters or whatever. I can see it happening there, but um, yeah, the the. The hair scrambles, that's a tough one to explain. That you almost have to go out of your way to try and land us. I don't
0: even think I've, like, you barely get air. I mean, unless you're on a moto track, you know, it's like, you know, you're not in the air a lot. And I just, I don't, I have so many questions, but.
1: Luke, have you seen the pictures?
0: No, I don't even know. If I've seen, seen them? these pictures. Unreal. <gasps> All right, well, if we get these pictures, we're, we're pulling them up on the uh, – if you're watching this live on video, we'll have them up on the <coughs> screen. But I
1: Should we bring up the list of, like, cheap incidents on that one trip too? Because that trip to Staples, I remember we had to stop the gas station right away, and Dean wanted someone to buy ice. and like we all stiffed them on the <laughs> ice, and I went in. I used the bathroom, didn't yeah, buy anything, well, like... and I grabbed a handful of forks. <laughs> I, both my fists were full of forks. and just walked right out.
3: Yeah, big bag I, ice is like
2: yeah, two yeah, bucks. I back Water, Gatorade.
1: All those snacks. Uh, whips. You had whips. whips.
2: Sandwiches, fresh fruit. vegetable. I mean, I went all out. Like 70 bucks worth of shit I stockpiled for you guys. And when you showed up here, I announced that it needs to be put on ice. I had it in the coolers and that. And not a single one of you toads would spring for a bag of ice. I had to pay for that, too. You, you can't... I mean, you can't make that up. You you guys are cheaper than cheap.
1: And then that carried on to the tube situation, which I should say the tube already had like three patches in it. So I think... No, yeah. it didn't. you were <laughs> sure. Bullshit. <laughs> it had at least one or two patches it in it. I'm positive it had multiple.
2: It. No, it had a patch. No a just patch. <laughs> FYI. Just FYI. Colby, uh, another team member, w- went out to... Colorado and was riding out there for a couple days, a long weekend. It was for Jay Solstrom's, uh like a stag party or bachelor party, whatever you call it. And uh, no issues. And that's some rocky shit that you're riding out there. No problems at all for him. But the one, yeah, that one little patch held up. But yeah, yeah. That, that don't try and put that on me with the. Yeah, you know, there was. There was duct tape on the tube, there was um, there was four patches, um, some super glue, bullshit. It had one patch, and, and then, it worked fine.
1: And then we went to a suspension setup, and fucking <laughs> Marcus letting out his red-wing slang. <laughs> oh, I, I missed that um, what was that? Marcus's red-wing slang came out when he was setting up suspension with a hammer. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I'm not really sure what you're
2: talking got, about here. He's got a mild case.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that showed up this it's year again it. at uh, the qualifiers too. Dude. Oh man, <laughs> kids around.
0: Red Red Wing boys are built different. I have no filter. <laughs> I'm sorry about that.
2: Yeah, that's a steady string of profanity from his from his mouth there, and I, I come to the realization he can't even control it. He can't even help I can't. it. Can't shit.
1: <laughs> And then it was the steak and shrimp, and he he, he ex- proclaimed it was twelve ninety nine. And then when the bill comes, we all kind of just look at Dean. <laughs> and uh,
2: well, me being the senior, <laughs> me being the senior of the group, the waitress naturally hands me the the, the total check or whatever. Like
0: you're like, a grandpa like, though. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I yeah,
1: remember when I said that at the hotel? <laughs> Thanks for taking us to town, grandpa. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can't remember what the gal said to, to oh, she asked if I if you were my son, and I'm like, (laughs) there's, um, quite a family resemblance there, isn't there, you know, (laughs) easy mistake, but, yeah, it, it was, um, it was a fun trip. None of you guys really
1: did wear the shit. Well, right, remember practice right in the morning, too? I uh, I was doing one of my sick whips, and then I, I couldn't bring it back, and I ended up... No, I was out of the corner. I slipped, and I broke my clutch cable, and I thought I was done for the day. I was just starting a neutral and slamming gear, but you hunted me down a clutch cable. That was impressive.
2: Yeah, it was... What was the deal with... We had to do some modifying on it.
1: Yeah, it, it was for... Anyway. Uh, the cable you got was, like, for reverse motor, and I still had the original, but the cases are so similar. I, it wasn't terrible, but we did have to do a little bit of modificating.
2: Some slight mods.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Dean. Oh,
2: wasn't that Hey, wasn't that the weekend, too, that, that Luke's forks Luke. were literally coming apart?
0: Yeah, you had some
1: issue, didn't you? Oh,
0: God, I don't e- I don't know if I remember that or not, but...
1: Oh, your handlebars come loose. That's a oh, long yeah, I know. It, issue. Yeah, it was my handlebars. That still happened last year. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. And a... then...
0: I, I don't know why that always happens to me, but literally, I think I, I've not, like, not finished like two or three hair scrambles because of that. And I tighten them, Loctite, everything, and they still like just come loose. And it's like I'm riding. like I, f- I can feel it, and then slowly, it just starts getting worse and worse. And I'm like, I can't finish. And then, then I call quits. When we...
2: When we were down in Des Moines, when yeah. Aaron Hound, Logan, oh, Logan had, I think, wasn't he down to like two pinch bolts on his yeah. clamps? On like each he side. figure out why his bike wasn't handling worth a damn? Well, the tubes had slid up all the way the handlebars were what was holding them down at that point.
1: Yeah, Insane. But they all
2: came out. was a different deal yours the actual wasn't the fork cap coming apart or came off or something it was
0: yeah it was was more to it than that i don't know it it was sketchy either way way to
2: stay on top of the maintenance on them things
0: yeah that's me you know me (laughs) all right dean well thanks for your weekly call in uh we'll see you next week do you have any last uh any last thoughts yeah i mean
2: are you gonna pay me cash or check
0: for this? <laughs> uh, it'll be, it'll be uh it'll be a check, and we'll be we'll, the team will be uh, shipping it out soon.
1: Did you want them on for Des Moines or Des Moines race? Yeah, well, no? I guess
0: you could touch on the um the Hick- You already talked about it a little a little bit, but the Hickman, here in Holland. Like, what? How was that? I mean, I was I'm still kind of butthurt. I didn't get an invite out of that. While I was sitting in Madison, twiddling my thumbs, but it's whatever.
2: Well, they've been having it. What was it? The I think it was dubbed the fourth year. Uh, that they did it Um, it, it's 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 a fun it's a fun event Um, it's not a sanctioned uh, event or anything but um, it's it's well ran and i i don't know Uh, i i give it was marcus logan Jacob and Nathan that went down there, all, it pains me to say it, they're all very skilled, uh, very accomplished riders. Um, they're all really good, and they're all in fantastic shape. And
0: Jeez, you going to blow them some more? Uh,
2: and Colin, <laughs> Colin, who rides once every, I don't know, once every year or so, he goes out there on a bike that he had just gotten he wasn't even familiar with and hands them all their ass. I just, it's like, wow.
1: Well, not even that. I we got, should we should say that Mason Kerr was there. I'm pretty sure he makes night shows. And when I looked him up on Instagram after we left, he sounded familiar, but I kind of had to remember. There's a video of him quadding at a Supercross track in Georgia. So, like, he's no joke. And him and Colin were battling so hard they took each other out. It's like, what are you guys doing? They,
2: each other, they got... They got, re- it got real for a while. Yeah.
1: Man. <laughs> that got a little carried away for a backyard race. Um, yeah, so,
2: yeah, they were, I can't believe Colin took you down like that. I don't want to hear that it's a home track advantage or anything like that. Like he c- was out out fast. <laughs> and he doesn't ride
1: or doesn't train. <laughs> That's
2: the crazy part. No,
1: he looks so good on a bike, too. Like, it's unreal
2: you know when he was uh, a younger person when he was riding minis and stuff there was a, a summer that he approached his father Jim and and said yeah I don't want to race this year or I don't want to race anymore he wanted to go he wanted to play baseball so Jim's like and I thought this was pretty cool pretty cool too because Jim's a diehard fan and was he owned and operated Hickman Racing Uh, at the time and um yeah he they didn't go to the motos for a year instead jim sat on the the bleachers watching baseball you know peanut league baseball or whatever yeah that's cool but then colin he came around fortunately (laughs) i think maybe because he sucked at baseball and realized he's much better at riding dirt bikes and uh got back into it and yeah he's smooth as his glance there's no doubt about that but that whole weekend again it's just an adventure going down and staying at jim and tina's oh yeah yeah there's never a dull moment there um
0: i've never seen mark so happy over over a um, trophy when when he came back with that picture (laughs) after i got the snap he was so pumped about it
1: um he wouldn't trade it either. There's offers. No.
3: There's <laughs> a little pin-up of a <laughs> nice Asian I, I woman. I can't believe they gave him
2: anything because they were still questioning uh, why he tried stealing a bunch of their dirty <laughs> hey, no. Yeah. Did you hear that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> he was no, what? No, no, no.
2: He had busted out. He had a bunch of... Uh, Tina's—they <laughs> uh, weren't undergarments. I think it was just like some T-shirts and.
3: I didn't. And I didn't put
2: that clothes. there. But yeah, he got busted out. He had a bunch of their clothes stuff <laughs> yeah. in his duffel
0: bag. He was taking some I, souvenirs. I returned yeah. it. I returned that shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what that was all about.
3: But. All right, um, let's get off that topic. But. Do you want to explain? Do you want to explain? <laughs> Mark's ready. We got to leave. Mark's ready to move on. We're moving on.
0: Guys, thanks for the call. No, no, no. Dean. <laughs> hey, one last thing, Dean. One last thing. Mark's got
3: something. No, cool. I was just going to say Do you want to explain like what the hare and hound was? Because I don't think we even said like what the race was.
2: Uh, um, um, I, I, don't, I don't think you could classify it as a conventional uh, pair scramble. It was more like. Uh, a hybrid between motocross and air scrambles is more that more of, I'd of say like a it was, gp
3: yeah it was like half and half almost yeah and
2: yeah. on, and on the historic I mean,
1: atomic 22 grounds
2: well and it's i mean what's what's neat about it too is just like me having a pit bike race in my backyard in a in what appears to be a conventional city block they're doing that's the only race i think i know of that's in the des moines city limits (laughs) it's crazy uh, you get on the outside edge of the course there and stuff and it's right across the road from the marriott inn and uh, i mean it's right in des moines right in west des moines
1: yeah the airport's right there too i heard an airplane go over once and i like stopped in the woods i'm like what is that i had to like look up and watch the airplane land
2: yeah and yeah we are it's it's right at the end of the the airport runway the international airport down there is it an international airport i don't even know
1: yeah i'm not sure either i would assume like a regional like a rochester airport but not sure
2: yeah it, i was you know it's iowa so it might not <laughs> be as, as upscale they're, I think they just switched over like closed cockpit planes and stuff. I mean, we're <laughs> in Iowa. I mean, but yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's just it's something that uh, that the Hickmans put on and and it's it's pretty. I don't know, it's pretty fun. I don't ride it, but it sure is fun to spectate. The year that first year I went down there with Logan. Uh, Logan took the overall, and it was an absolute slop fest. Um, but I don't know. I was expecting bigger things out of the team this year. Um, Logan showing up with a 125 didn't make much sense. But
1: <laughs> And I had him, too, and I, I, I messed up.
2: You, you, you what?
1: I had him in that main for the first <laughs> lap and a half, and then I crashed i mean i don't know if he's catching or not anyways but Uh, i I kept him behind me that long (laughs) but he was doing that triple on the 125 and there's no way i was gonna do that that triple was a stretch
2: you didn't even want to do the doubles when you were in traffic and it's like yeah i know where is jacob
1: and we should (laughs) right i know i did not get that gene whatever that gene is
2: No, Jacob would have jumped. Maybe landed on somebody, I <laughs> Would have never slowed
1: him down. Yeah, we should say too. You start off with thirty people, and we had to work down to the finals. Like I was sweating. I was in the LCQ, and I'm like, I feel like I'm one of the faster ones here, but you don't know.
2: <laughs> it was a mix of, it was a mix of talent. I mean, and even like, um, uh, even like the, the guy that won the, the qualifier for the what they dubbed as the seniors or the vet class or whatever, Mike Dokovich, um, he's, he's still really fast. And, uh, I mean, he was he was really good when he was younger. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think he came in towards the end of the pack, but he, there was no lack of talent there. Um, like you said, Kerr is, still makes Supercross mains, um, we all seen what Colin can do and, and, um, yeah, there's no slouches in there. Um, it gets in doubt in a hurry. But,
0: all right, yeah. Dean, we got, um, one last thing I was going to ask you about. So Cole, he was supposed to come on tonight. Stanzas up. Can you, uh, can you believe that? Does that sound like a cool thing to do? Do we let him – I got an important question. Do we let him back on the podcast next week, or is, or is he just out?
2: Yeah, I, you know, that's, that's up to you guys. You've got personal history with him. Um, he, he's, he's, um, he's done you some pretty solids.
0: No, Man. he'll he'll be back on. You just gotta get a mic. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah. <He> <laughs> Do you it. want to get into that story? No. Yeah. You guys know exactly
1: what I'm talking about. It took me know. a second, but the the part of saying a solid really, yeah, really brought it home.
0: We're we're yeah. saving we're saving that story for next week. Maybe we gotta let you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Have fun. All right. Bye Thanks, Dean. See you next see week.
2: You, All right. Bye.
0: My God, there it is, Dean Stuber, the one our, and only, the one and only, our team manager. We're gonna try to get him on every week to kind of just have a little catching up with Dean segment because Dean's life is very interesting, and yeah, I don't know, they're they're just like Nate said. There's there's only one Dean, so but yeah, all right. So now what? Now now what are we doing?
1: He's been deep in the moto scene so long, and he's got so many connections in the moto scene, like and maybe yeah, it's crazy. And the stories he has, we should get like old moto stories maybe in the future.
0: And party stories. I feel like yeah. if, we, if we
1: had one of, <laughs>
0: if we had one of his party stories that he would share, the podcast would be shut down by Spotify, yeah, we'll Apple Podcasts. Be like, what in the, what is this garbage? This is nasty. We got to get this, get these guys off of here. Because I think I don't think a lot of people partied harder than Dean back in his day. Right. And I don't even know half the stories. Or it was a pro- different era. Yeah, for sure. He
1: had some cool stories about like Donnie Schmidt and like uh Hepner and uh who who do we stay with when we went to uh San Diego? Oh Will. But I can't think of the Severson. last name. Severson, yeah. I'm not First sure guy the in Minnesota to get yeah. his pro license. So his, his father, family lives yeah. in yeah. His family lives in San Diego now. And by the way, there's a super sick picture of this guy in the seventies, just has a bike completely flat flat in a berm. But um, we got to go hang out with his family, and that was pretty cool. That and that connection that Dean had, it was sweet. And we went to see Paula last year with him, and that was a that was a good time meeting new people too. And they made us feel like home, and we had that connection just because of dirt bikes, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah, Dean does know everybody. That's for sure. All right, so, okay, what are we at? Forty five minutes here. All right. Well, I guess we so can touch on kind of why we started this podcast is um. The vlogs are done. Against the grain vlogs, as we know them, no longer here. It was a sad day, but I feel like doing this podcast will be more more sustainable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just it takes so much time, and I don't think people realize how much time went into those videos. But like, it would be so many hours of editing them and coming up with ideas of dumb stuff to do. A lot of money, because I mean, like a lot of those trips I went on I was like, I don't know. It's just it's so much money, and like stuff that you had to do just to get out those videos and then so much work for not not a lot of back not a lot of things back for him but i mean it was the memories we made over the last freaking what year 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 and a half so many so many good times the pit bike hill climb tippy cup i mean i don't know we did we had a lot of good memories
1: yeah we're still doing we're still doing some of the stuff though right yeah
0: we're still Tippy Cup, Tippy Cup, and the Snow Hill Climb actually coming back this year.
1: Do you think you'll get as much footage, or are you just going to try to enjoy it more? I don't know.
0: I, I want to actually enjoy it more, too, yeah, but... Yeah,
1: because that's the one thing that always bummed me out, is you had to take that time out to do that, and it's like, I don't know, maybe we could help, but you're also the one who knows what you want.
0: Yeah, it sucks, because it's like, I like... I don't know, I like when people ask that, like, take the camera stuff, but it's also, it's like, half the time, I'm like... When I would give you guys a camera, like, I feel like you could figure it out, but some people... Yeah. Like they try to film and it's like I couldn't even use that, so it's like I right. should. But then you also want to have fun.
1: So then you have that much more, more videos and um, yeah, stuff to scroll through and yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, against the grain show this is gonna be definitely more, more long term and hopefully, hopefully keep it up for like once, I don't know, once, once a week or aim for that once if we can get get the whole crew together every week, which will be difficult, but I'm almost done with school and I'll be back up here and then we can just grind and get on with our uh get on with some preseason moto training and whatnot. Um Mark's Mar- Mark's doing uh Loretta Lynn. How how's your training going? Did you, already, did you start yet or not?
3: Uh no, not for moto. I've been lifting and bulking right now and then I'm going to Start that in about January, I believe. I'm gonna do the 75 hard, which I think you're gonna join me in that. Hopefully, oh, yeah, we'll get it done. We're, we're all gonna try that. When are we that? Doing that?
0: So January? No, no, oh, no. Mark's, Mark's. I'm going for double the length, yep. so 130. Oh, okay. right? I gotta, I gotta wait till I get back from my spring break with my friends, and then, oh. but yeah. then we're going ham. ham. We're going ham. That's next race year. season. That's zone. March.
1: That's race season. March.
0: That's April. early. April. Well, I'll, I'll be right in the middle of my 75 day hard okay. challenge. So I'll be I'll be golden, but okay, I, we actually we're hitting it hard this year. We're gonna do yeah, like like we said, seventy five hard day challenge, and actually uh, get this get this going. I want to do more hair scrambles and Mark's actually you've been doing hair scrambles too. We're kind of on the hair scramble hair yeah, scramble train I, now. I think
3: I hit what like three this
0: year. Yeah, Although what I, was
3: your first one? First one was Millville. Oh, I was believe Millville? that was pretty good. I think I got like overall second and B, and then. What was second one was uh Cambridge, Cambridge, I believe. And then third one was Trollhagen where I broke my shoulder. Yes. That kind of put the end to my year in hair scramble, but I really did enjoy it. It was a blast and I had fun every time I was out there. It was brutal, but yeah, the feeling afterwards is sick. It's Trollhagen fun
1: it's my favorite one but to be fair this year i told him he needs to come it's my favorite one i think it's the best for motocross to adapt to Uh, reading the trails is hard because it's all sand it's all jeep trail but it's sand so it's so much fun you just bury the bike but this year with the kind of the drought all summer all these trails especially trollhagen they weren't as soft and they're definitely harder packed and not as sandy as usual so i kind of misled mark there because it was (laughs) it was it was a Abusive compared to usual. usual Usually, there's softness there, and there wasn't really. You're kind of getting bucked around a lot, finding <laughs> a lot of the rocks down below.
0: Yeah. How was it though, coming from like Moto to do like that first hair scramble? Like, did did you think it was going to be as hard as it was, or do you think it was going to be easy?
3: Yeah. So that was actually probably. I think I did one or two before that back on my 125. I think I went to Millville once or twice in C class, and. uh so, I mean, that was, like, probably four years before that, but, I mean, going from probably a four-year drought of hair scrambles back to it and doing two hours instead of one, um, yeah, it was a lot different. Like, the first race I did at Millville, I remember when I got back after I was done, I just felt like <laughs> shit and dehydrated, Gosh. and, like, my I believe my hand was, like, a full blister, yeah, and it was up. insane, but... I mean, you just kind of learn after doing it more often how to kind of relax and you you
0: figure it out. It's a lot different than moto because you're sprinting in moto and, yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know. They're so hard. I remember, like, my one of my first ones I've done it too, and it was after I did my half marathon, and I literally I felt like about the same after a half marathon with barely training compared to, like, a hair scramble. Like, people do not understand how hard it is and, like, not even cardio, but just like your muscles and cramps yeah. in your hands. Like, I got little girl hands, and they're just like after everyone. It's just like this year, I I think at Milva, I bled through my gloves, and I'm sh-. you did too. Like they're yeah. just it's yeah. so bad. Like it just hurts so bad to hang on for that long.
3: Yeah, and one of the biggest things I noticed too is like the mental fatigue afterwards. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like you are focused and dialed in for two hours. Like you have no breaks. It's crazy. Your your mind's like blurry afterwards. So.
1: That's, I would say that was my biggest struggle after B class. If it had B class, I a big enough lead and the mental fatigue didn't change much. But to like stay winning in A class or to stay competitive in double A, you really need to be sharp till the end. And that's something that's still like, sometimes it's like you get passed by people and it's like my head just can't go that fast right now.
0: And it's worse to like on my first couple ones, like when you're at the end and you're like just ready about to die. Like you think you just gave it your all and like some guy, old guy, and like, Right? Some freaking like with a headlight sitting down <laughs> and just like yeah. honking his hornet. He's like beep beep. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm going to go die. I'm just not even going to finish. I'm like, what is this? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's so hard. Like, but every time you do it, like one, like the next one, it just gets easier and easier. And you like it learns so much about how to like ride and how to like jump through little braking bumps that makes right. like a huge difference or like stand up like so much. And I don't know. It just, it takes so long to like figure out all those little like tips and, tricks that makes it so much more easy
1: i would so recommend it to anybody because in two hours you're gonna find new things about your bike you're gonna learn how to ride a dirt bike you're gonna be one with the bike by the time you're done like it's crazy if i go ride trails for a little bit at like metal valley and put in a long trail session then go to the track i feel way better feel way more comfortable more in control of my corners open up the corners more and just feel way faster after some trail riding
3: yeah i honestly feel like people's just need to get out and ride their bikes more right you know just rather than jumping on a track and sprinting for a couple laps yeah
1: you know and the trails are the easiest way to do that because it's always fresh you're once you're out there you're out there you got to stay out there the track is just kind of hard to do that especially when you're just stuck to like middle valley or something and you got to work through traffic i don't really like riding that much when i got to work through that traffic and stuff
0: and like the community of like Hair scrambling too, it, like reminds me of hill climb. Oh, like yeah. everybody's just so like oh,
1: it's got to even be better almost. I know, right? like
0: it's just it's so chill and like everybody's just so like respectful and nice. Like it's like hill climber. If somebody needs a part or somebody needs something, you just like go trailer and you like you make it one or two before like somebody's helping you. like Yeah, that, that's like I don't know. It's so much better like compared to like in the mo- I'm partial because I just I don't know. I like mowing, but I feel like the people and like the community is just not the same. Right. As like compared to like hair scramble, like and half
1: like, of them are still in it because they think they're gonna make it. Yeah.
0: Mark's gonna make it though. Yeah, <laughs> he's got it.
1: Another thing is like hair scramble, you're racing for two hours, you're not gonna luck into a win. Like, you gotta work for that and you deserve it once you're done. Yeah. And just to finish feels like an accomplishment alone, let alone like actually getting the result you want or beating your goals. It's, it's so rewarding. That's what I like about it the most.
0: Mark, if you make it to Loretta's, can can you uh bring us all down there this year?
3: shit, yeah, I don't know what we're taking, but I'll I'll bring back yeah. th-
0: I'll bring back one last episode of the vlog if you make it to because I want to go yeah. to Loretta's and see it. Live in, episode. Live <laughs> episode. Yeah, we'll we'll do a live. <laughs> we're we're calling it now in on episode one. If Mark makes it to Loretta's this year, we're gonna do a live Against the Grain show somewhere in Tennessee, maybe on the way down. I don't
1: Big know. question yet. Is it gonna be at Loretta's though?
0: Ooh. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know this, but I, I'm not in on this tea.
1: But, yeah, I mean, it got flooded out, so yeah. there's oh, questioning. I, They're questioning if they'll be able to have it or not. That's I, I don't think anything has really been said about it. I just know that everybody's questioning it, like, right away when it happened.
0: Where do you think it would be if it's oh not Loretto's? That would just be so different. Right? And I, I, How long has it been there going on there?
1: It's, like, mid-'80s. Oh, my God. Like, 85, 87, I want to say, something like that.
0: Yeah, that would definitely be... Definitely be different not having it at Loretto's, but well, wherever, even if it's at not at Loretto's, well,
1: yeah, I'm sure they could they can make easy switches. Like they could go to Muddy Creek in Tennessee or Ironman. I would not be surprised if they give Ironman it because it does so much for our next sports in the GNCC side, now the Moto side. That yeah, I'm sure it'll stay somewhere in that area if it do- isn't at Loretto's.
0: All right, boys. Well, any other lasting uh, lasting topics? Anything? We, that we missed on our first episode.
1: I don't know. We got a long winter, so we're going to ma- make sure we have content for the rest yep. of the winter, I suppose.
0: Yep. We're going to be, yeah. we're going to be grinding every week. Hopefully get these out soon. Um, right now it's, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, so this, I don't know when you guys will be seeing this. Might be a long, long time. I got to make a little, some intros and stuff, but um, then we'll, once we, the first one will be posted, we'll, we'll be trying to keep them, Keep them flowing, and hopefully Colton will make his presence. Who knows? Maybe he'll be back. Maybe he just he's done with us. We don't know. But this is probably the worst, worst against the grain show episode. You know, yeah. That, that's that's so. what we got to look forward to. It can only go uphill from here. Right? It can only yes, go sir. uphill from here. So thank you guys for watching, listening. Uh, this should be have its own YouTube channel. So subscribe and make sure that um we get all those views and all that. We got a long, long, long road ahead of us, but thanks for the support if you're watching our first one because it's probably pretty bad but we appreciate you all five ten people maybe more (laughs) this one no we appreciate all of you but um yeah i think that's it the first episode of against the grain show thanks for watching